Welcome, everybody, to episode 48 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us on Twitter at Two on Three Pod, and you can send us email at Hello. at Two on Three Pod.com. I'm Chris. All my neighbors think I'm a murderer, and you can find me at CD Villas, and you're on Twitter. I'll explain this in a second. And with me is Ty. Where can the world view your tweets, Ty? Uh, I'm out there yelling terrible things at terrible people at S-E-A-T-J-K. <laughs> so why do your neighbors think you're a murderer? Are you sliding the uh, the uh, trash can full of salt up and down the sidewalk with your snow shovel? It's like, there's lots of lime around my yard. No. So there's this young woman who plays soccer with my daughter, and she was trying to save up money um, to buy and build some vegetable planters for her yard. Okay? Okay. So I happen to have some veg- uh, vegetable planters that I didn't use last year, and I thought I'm going to just take these out of my yard, and it'll be fine. I'll just give them to her. So I said, hey, I'll give these to you, and uh, you can start your vegetable garden next year. It'll be great. So her folks came over with a truck, and you know, you shovel all the dirt toward the center of it, and then you take the frames out, mm-hmm. and we put them in the truck, and they went away. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't think anything of it for a few weeks. And then I looked out in my front yard, and it looks like there are two graves. Like, smack dab in the middle of my front yard. I mean, they are perfectly formed. They're right. about seven seven or eight feet long. Two fresh, um, shallow graves in your front yard. They're, they're about three and a half feet wide, and they are perfectly formed, shallow graves in my front yard. And I... And, and perhaps my neighbors maybe thought, okay, I remember there used to be planters there. But if you were maybe going to take a, a wee at my, you know, at the neighbor's house and you looked mm-hmm. out their bathroom window into my yard and you saw, you say, that guy killed some people. He killed two people. They're buried in his yard. I'm surprised that the police haven't come yet. Well, I mean, that's why you have to have a trash can full of salt because the salt <laughs> turns the bodies into mummies. <laughs> <laughs> no one tells me this. Anyway, I gotta, I gotta do a bunch of yard. I gotta spread that soil around and move it to some other parts of the, the yard. But I just, I look at it. And I was like, I'm a murderer. Everyone thinks I'm a murderer. Well, you should take a picture of it and tweet it out from the show account so we can understand your, oh, dude. your shallow grave situation. <laughs> so hilarious. All right, I will shoot. I'll tweet that out. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about today? We're gonna recap our Thanksgiving holiday and maybe preview our Christmas and other holiday from here to the new year. Uh, we'll talk about Time Magazine's Person of the Year, which, they, which they're now considering. There are lots of candidates. There's no rules anymore. People. It could be anything. They could, things. Didn't like, they do you one time? <laughs> um, just sort of vague ideas could yeah. also be, be, uh, <laughs> be, be considered for Time, time Person of the Year. Um, talk about the football football stretch run here into the playoffs um harkening back to our early days when we like to talk about sports a lot well are we going to talk about the alliance of american football also we are going to talk about the nfl and the aafl there's no l there's no league no it's the alliance of american football so it's it's i think it's sort of like the justice league but it's the (laughs) but for football oh the reason i want to talk about it is because my first impression was Hey, it's like we got the real teams from uh, any given Sunday. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like they took that movie and was like, oh, we should make these teams for real. <laughs> and then the OT, um, as, while many people this week are looking toward Mars, 
we are looking a little bit at our own planet and some of the surprising discoveries that we've that we've found here on our planet as as opposed to all the just the dusty dirt that you're going to find on on Mars. Well, down here we have record clean water and record clean <laughs> air. I don't know if setting clean records. Whatever. Yeah. We'll adjust. It'll be Flint fine. still doesn't have clean water, Chris. That Flint is not Flint. Somebody should just spend fifty million dollars and fix Flint's water. I mean, th- aren't there like three hundred basketball players in the NBA from Flint, Michigan? I mean, let's be honest. If if he wanted to, Draymond Green could fix Flint's water tomorrow. Believe me, I don't know what's involved in fixing Flint, Flint's water. It seems insurmountable. It's something like seventy, eighty million bucks, and I'm sure we can kick for that. I mean, I'll kick in 50 bucks. It can't really be only that much money. Yeah, something like that. And what is going on? It's been years. Well, that's a, that's for perhaps another show. <laughs> I don't All mean right. to laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> in the too long didn't read, it's basically we made our cops out of pipe. Uh, we made our, our pipes out of copper, and now our, now it's just shitty. Wait, can we make the cops out of piper? That would be good. The like, cops, no, we, we made the cops out of piper and the pipes out of copper. But if we make the cops out of piper, then we don't—they don't have to have guns. They have to learn to play those like lutes, and they can, you know, the like, <laughs> criminals will follow them to the jail. Bagpipes? Right? No, no, pipes. you know, like a like pied piper, like the like the satyr piper, the the long row of well, of of pipes that are like slightly longer, or shorter than the rest of them, and you have didn't to go the pied piper forth? play more of like a like a tin whistle? What? Like a tin whistle or a quarter? Like a... Some sort of... Yeah, like a... like like Not like a flute. Or was it a flute? I don't know. It's not a flute. This I isn't good it's... radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We've gone... We've gone completely crazy. But, That's right. Um, We're out of practice. It's been two weeks. I know. It has been two weeks. So we hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. And uh, my Thanksgiving was good. I, and we did not have turkey. <laughs> like everyone did... <laughs> After I after I went off on a diatribe about turkey two weeks ago, I did not double back and make turkey. You didn't? So, no, I was not. Go- it wasn't happening. But uh, we went we went the beef route, which I think is again. I think it's it's important to roast stuff when you have, especially when you have guests, because you don't have to fuss with roasting stuff, right? You just jam shit in the oven. Yeah, and then you just set it and forget it, and then you just hang out and drink until. Correct. Until the temperature gauge reads the proper thing, and then you pull it out, and you're whatever. You're off and running. Yeah, this is why grilling is overrated as a hosting activity. Yeah, I can't host. I'm over here. I'm fucking busy with this grill. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and at my house, it's also pretty easy in that uh, we have that great room set up where you have the mm. island, and so the the informal dining and the kitchen and the living room, family room, is all one big room. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because you can throw on the TV and like if I'm cooking in the kitchen or cleaning up something, I can watch the football game. I don't feel like I'm stuck in a kitchen around the corner while, you know, right. everyone's yeah. having a good time and you're like stuck. Like yeah. you're Alice from the Brady Bunch stuck while the rest of the Bradys are having fun and you're like the help. Right? Yeah. No, it's so, nice because you have everybody in the one room and, and that's, I think... That just makes it easier to host, right? You, you just, everybody can socialize, and you can still do the cooking and, and keep an eye on kind of everything at once. Um, yeah, yeah. This, the the small separate room setup is no is no good. <laughs> and that's uh, I don't think that's that's the and we didn't have a big crew. I mean, just my wife's family was in town, so it makes you know 
seven of us total, so it's not uh-huh. it's not it's not it's not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's it's, just it's very it's very genteel. Like people are drinking <laughs> and having hors d'oeuvres and having polite conversation. Sure. Um, it's not a big deal. Yeah, um, I don't really have a big deal either. Because um, I do have family who sort of returned to the area, who I've never like lived in the same city as, and. It's weird when you have relatives that are, you know, the generation older than you because they feel a lot more familiar with you than you feel with them because they're sure. like, I knew you when you were a kid. And it's like, yeah, I don't remember any of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember very... you used to run naked in the backyard. Yeah, or whatever, right? And so these, I mean, I've kept in touch with these people, but they've always been sort of the send a card kind of relatives, right? And now they're kind of in the area and like, so it's just an aunt and uncle of mine um, on my dad's side of the family who I'm not particularly close. That, that's a much more distributed family. People are like, it's just, it's never been close. People have been all over the country. Um, I've kept in touch with these people, but I, I kind of feel like I should be doing more to reach out to them and establish like some sort of a, a family holiday tradition situation. But we've sort of got our rhythm down. Cause we've been, you know, I've had kids for six, seven years now and it's in-laws, my pay, you know, my, my, my mom and sister and, and sort of by in-laws, brother and sister and that's kind of it sometimes my dad pops in but so that's the kind of I, I always want like what do you feel like from it do you have you ever experienced this and do I have some sort of an obligation because I'm just not a family obligation kind of person <laughs> see my orbit is even further because when I was a kid and this is still true we're the only part of my dad's family or my mom's family that lives in America oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't just have people that we just don't have family to fight over mm-hmm. and you know we lived in the middle of the country so it was just like our thanksgiving was just my family right and we never had anybody over and so but i think about i think about what you're doing and it's you know these people are now in your orbit and you feel like okay i need to include them in family things because it's convenient do they have anybody else in the area? Do they have kids or do they have... Yeah, so one of their sons lives in the area too. And so he and his wife live here and they are uh, they have a very young baby, like a year old, um, a one-year-old. So they kind of do their own thing and they've never, you know, like made overtures. And, and sometimes we go over there like kind of off the holiday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we might swing through there, but not like on the actual holiday proper. Yeah. And they've never, you know, complained or expected. I just feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like it seems like I'm just like not really living up to my... Uh, you know, requirements as a family member, but, um, you know, I'm dealing with enough with the people I've got in my life. (laughs) Yeah. And you had them over, right? You had them over. Uh, we didn't host this year. It was at, um, my wife's parents' house. Uh, Okay. they're getting, actually, they they think this is going to be the last holiday season. They live in that house. They're getting ready to do the retirement thing. Do the downsize. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that, now that they've got just the two of them. Yeah. They got too much house. It's actually not really too much house. I think they're just, they're really, I mean, they're retiring for real. Like we're not going to work anymore. So we're going to go live somewhere else. Got it. Yeah. So they're not just downsizing. They're going, they're going to stay in the area, but more like uh, up in the San Juans, like probably an hour from here. So got it. Got it. Got it. So that, uh, yeah, I think that, I think that, I think that having family around in that way, I would try to include them in things. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're not super close to them, I mean, if they're not like a huge drag, <laughs> you know, yeah, if they're like, yeah. if they're okay people, yeah, it, 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 my aunt's kind of a lot. 
<laughs> so she's probably good for she's a sweetheart though she's so great like and she loves the kids she loves spending time with the kids and she's so. probably good for a holiday drop by a holiday season drop by and maybe like a summer barbecue type of situation yeah and they're, they're pretty rich so i should probably try to like you know weasel my way in there go to their house <laughs> is what you should do it's like hey well they didn't have they, they haven't done that because they've uh, they've been basically gutting a house they bought in green lake since they moved into it like oh lord it's we got major upgrades man yeah, all right yeah. so they're not ready so they're at some point they'll be ready to have y'all over yeah i think thing. we'll get a cadence down especially with the in-laws kind of moving away a little further and it becoming more of an effort to get people together yeah and i think our house will kind of be the central get together spot it's kind of more central for everybody and we have the most open space yeah and you've got kids like the person yeah, exactly here's the deal yeah if you've got the kids it's always best to host <laughs> right. because playing away games with two small kids, it sucks because if you're at your house, you can just say, go downstairs, play with your toys and we'll call you in about 30 minutes for dinner. I mean, they can come up around and they can be, they can be congenial yeah. for a little while. Well, there's a flip <laughs> but, side to this though. But, but at some point they probably need to disappear for a little bit. Yeah, that's that doesn't really work because there's not a lot of other kids their age in our family. Well, they can just go play by themselves. Yeah, man, you, you, just you have not spent enough time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They need to put on a show. Oh, one hundred percent of the time. Well, they should they should put on a you should make a holiday program for them where they like sing a song or something. That look, sounds look. like way more effort than I'm interested <laughs> in. Listen, listen, little Eddie has a joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. That'd be great, actually. I would. I'll coach her through that one. That's how showbiz. That's how showbiz kids start, man. First, they entertain at the house during the holidays. Oh, so I told on a previous show about that I had taught the aliens from Uranus <laughs> joke construction to my older daughter. Sure. Um, in order for her to actually tell it like a joke. And if you don't think that came out at the table at Thanksgiving, then you don't know <laughs> what you're dealing with. How did that go over? How does how does it go over when a, a, a young a young a young lady tells a Uranus joke? It's fine. Nobody's really that uptight. <laughs> I mean, the people that maybe didn't like it just don't laugh. But who cares about them? Sure. Was it well delivered? <laughs> it, uh, it was a little sloppy. That's all right. It's, it takes it takes time. Yeah, she told it once, kind of botched, and then realized that she botched it. So then she told it again with gusto. <laughs> so it landed. It landed pretty good. It's when she's basically screaming Uranus at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> she literally screaming at the top of her lungs. Get it, your anus. <laughs> get it. Yeah. Don't, don't you get it? Yeah. It's your anus. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, That's... I mean, when I say screaming, I mean as loud as she can shout. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is terrific. Yeah. Our kids have never yelled out anything like that. That's like curse words or something. Well, I, mean, I don't know what I'm doing right, but it's, uh, it's, it's happening. It's, it's happening. At your house. It's yeah. happening at your house. Yeah. I mean, a... I just, I'm running out of patience lately. And I think that I've just been a little loose with the tongue. <laughs> kind of comes and goes. <laughs> I'm uh, just picturing her yelling Uranus at the top of her lungs while, while everyone's sitting around. Enjoying Get it! And... <laughs> your anus! <laughs> like, like that. Oh, that's tremendous. That we had is... some other nice moments too, though. You know, um, but, you know, flip side of your kid argument is that if you take them somewhere, first of all, you don't have to show up that early. You can come late and leave early. That's that's the true. Flip side. True. It's just the excuse machine. But we had some other fun stuff. Um, I tweeted about this briefly. One tweet. <laughs> but 
I was it one of those under the table tweets? Like you were sitting at the table and you had. To I was this out, on like. the couch, <laughs> like about twenty feet from where this was going on. Um, I'm watching the football. I'm not really paying attention. Other people are visiting, uh, and my my aunt, my it would be my father in law's brother's wife. Got it. Is talking to my mom, and they're sitting at the kitchen counter bar um, where the hors d'oeuvres are, and it's. It configured in such a way that my mom sort of pinned up against the wall. Like, uh-huh. so she's in the corner. And then the, because the way the dining room table is like right. So there's the counter and then the table's right behind it. So if you're sitting at the counter, the tables and chairs like right behind you. Because, you know, we had. You're pinned in. Yeah. Because we had the whole extra furniture situation going on with the table, right? Sure. And I go up there to, you know, get some salami and, and whatever other charcuterie was up on the <laughs> counter. And. I catch a piece of the conversation and I just kind of inadvertently start listening. And I know that I had known intellectually because I had seen it uh, on social media that they had recently had a dog pass. And I know that these, these folks are uh, a little bit, well, this woman in particular is pretty obsessive about her pets. Okay. Um, Which many people are. Sure. I start listening and she's describing how hard it's been for her to, you know, get over the loss of her dog. And that's all fine and well and good. And then I start listening cl- more closely. And I realize what she's describing is they're planning on having some sort of a pet medium come do a reading as some kind of a Christmas gift. <laughs> and supposedly the pet medium is going to be able to connect to the dog's spirit and understand who the dog is now living with in the afterlife. <laughs> wait a minute this is wait a minute. someone's gonna cut a check for this I that's mean, my understanding <laughs> yes okay i just want to get this clear they didn't yeah. like know a person someone's gonna cut a check to a pet medium it sounds to me like the way she was talking about the pet medium and again i came into the conversation midstream i and i greatly regret not not being there for the whole thing um, and I actually end, ended up walking away because I thought I was going to start laughing and I didn't want to do that either. So I right. just kind of like made eyes at my mom like, oh, I got, good for you for, <laughs> for listening to this. And then I walked out of the room. Um, but again, the room is sort of open. So I, yeah. this con- and this conversation went on for 25 minutes. So, so, so wait a minute. So the pet medium yeah. is going to connect the spirit of your... So your dog has died, yes. has gone to the afterlife... And is now and is now a pet of someone else in the afterlife. My understanding, though, is that it's someone that you know also somehow. Oh, someone, someone on the other side who's connected to you has taken on your pet. Correct. Like your your great grandma is now taking whatever. Correct. And Abraham based on the content- Lincoln, Abraham <laughs> Lincoln, maybe is taking care of my dog on the other side. Probably not Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It seemed like it was limited to family. All right. But it did sound like, based on the context I, you know, gleaned from what I heard, that <laughs> candidates included people that didn't ha- hadn't necessarily ever met or interacted with the dog. That previously the sure. pet medium had told someone, again, I'm not really certain who, that their pet was with this other person, even though that person had never met the pet. I Again, I, I sort of... I wanted to know more, but I wanted to get away. Your family is doing you a solid by taking care of the spirit of your pet until you arrive to get your pet back. I guess. Do you get your pet back? I need to know this. 
does the pet like be like, you're here now in the afterlife. I'm going to come be with you now. Do you want me to follow up? <laughs> <laughs> I could send her a text message. I, I, I want to go directly to the pet medium. I want the name and contact information for the pet medium so that I can, I can ask the pet medium. I can probably find that out for you. <laughs> Without too much effort. And how much is a pet medium? How much are you going to pay? 150 bucks for a Dude, reading? Dude, I have... A pet, I don't know. What's, what, do you, what do you think a pet medium is going to run? If you're paying more than 200 bucks, you're... This, it's crazy, right? I think anything more than $5 is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but really, if, some, if someone's going to come out to your house and spend an hour or so, okay, I imagine so that, it's an hour. That's at least a hundred dollars. It's gotta that's be. Gotta right? be a, that's gotta be a hundred bucks for yeah. someone to show up to your house and yeah. and give you a. Do you have to like? Oh man, damn it! Can I get invited to this? <laughs> I don't know when the seance is going down. Damn it! I need to somehow go to the pet medium seance reading. Jesus, I'll pay. How about <laughs> if I pay for half of it? Will they let me attend? God, I am in. I am all in on the pet medium. Poof. There's- only one other thing that was that was worth relating. I also, heard, you know, I also buried a terrible argument from my uncle about how millennials don't have any work ethic. It's just <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that old bit. Let me tell you about how you're an idiot. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't say it that way. I just said I think people are bought. I think people are over the con. That particular joke has no legs anymore. Whatever. The last thing I want to relate about Thanksgiving. We're well over time. Sure. Is that... No one cares. <laughs> only us. Then why so do we, even have, why we, do we even have the gimmick, Chris? <laughs> we live in a society of rules and laws. Why do we? Why does he? Why is there even a timer? No, what are we, we even doing? All right. Anyway, this is important. I Go ahead and make your point. I want to hear Okay. It. So in my it's family... Important to me. It's important to me. Okay. In my family, our Thanksgiving is... Like in everyone's, a semi-potluck, right? Basically, the host does a few things and then everybody generally brings one or two other things, right? Contributes uh-huh. to the dinner. I don't know if that's how it works for you or if you're Not just really. sort of a, the we host sort of does just, everything. We just sort of do it all, but okay. Yeah, that sounds terrible. But I get it. So we always have like a group text for the holidays to sort of have a discussion for everybody that's attending, like what you're bringing, uh, which is like an endless source of both comedy and wild frustration for me. One, I have to mute it immediately because people go apeshit with sending like too many texts. I can't deal with it. Um, two, the comedy part comes when my grandmother-in-law I, I, I don't see this is how much of not a family guy I am I don't even know what people are called like I don't even know what the right <laughs> names are these. your grandma-in-law right your wife's that's grandma. what it is right yeah yeah sure grandma-in-law yeah grandma-in-law like sends a text that says I know sweet potato and then there's like <gasps> never a correction like it just it's just out there like what and I want to just I want to respond so bad like oh I know green bean <laughs> like you know just like some shit like but she wouldn't get it and nobody else would get it and somehow i'd be an asshole i don't know so right. i don't do it <laughs> i know green bean <laughs> then we get texts from the uncle like oh we're gonna bring wine and a side it, which side fucking side dude <laughs> right it's thanksgiving there are like 50 yeah. sides you gotta you gotta narrow you gotta narrow please narrow well the whole point is that you tell me what you're cooking so that i don't cook it right I know sides is what you should. I know side is what you should write there. <laughs> so good times. So it was pretty laid back. I I I make jokes, but it, honestly, it was it was a nice, mostly quiet evening with marginally well-behaved children outside of shouting about rectums. Yeah, 
Uranus. All right. Speaking of Uranus. <laughs> I know that a rectum and a anus is not the same thing. <laughs> I know. I know you know. All right. So in our next segment, we're going to talk about, speaking of Uranus, we're going to talk about who should be Time's Person of the Year for 2018. Now, Time Magazine has been kind enough to put up their list of, I don't know, is it the short list you could call it? But what's funny to me is a list of, I don't know, like you said, who's, who's in this? But the best thing is the, the three-by-three picture at the top of the article. And if we could just start with the people on this particular, on this particular grid, mm-hmm. it's, are, re- are we really considering any of these people as the time person of the year? So in the nine-by-nine, nine, let's start in the upper left and work our way across, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, who mm-hmm. was, I think, time's person of the year last year. Uh, no, year before. Year before. Oh, the year 2016. Yeah, 2017 was the, uh, the collage of women, the silence breakers. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Okay, so, so President Trump not in this. They, they just put him on here. This is just marketed. This is just to get people fired up about this. Sure. Then we have, then we have Serena Williams. Does she okay. deserve any sort of consideration for no. person of the year? No. Like, she had a baby, made a bit of a comeback. Played some yeah. good tennis. Vladimir Putin <laughs> shows up on this collage. Of- <laughs> oh, really? Is, is, are we considering Vladimir Putin? Is this I guess. Time Magazine? For what? Is the time? I, Can you imagine? I don't know, what, starting a war what in, would Crimea, be- in, 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 in Ukraine? Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Why is he on there? Oh, wait. I don't know Colin Kaepernick, which seems like old news to me. Like, I he made a commercial. Nike made a commercial about him. But... I don't know what he's doing to deserve person of the year. I don't see him out being active as an activist. He's the least active activist, I think, in the history of activism. I mean, I know he's out there doing grassroots things, so I'm not going to salt what he's doing. And he's spending his own money on it and things like that. But yeah, it's not super visible work. Well, I mean, but is it time person of the year stuff? No, I'm with you. We have Christine Blasey Ford. Interesting choice. I mean, you could make an argument for, but in the end, she doesn't really win. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a tough. That's a tough one. I actually uh, think that we should just let that lady go back to living her life. Sure, that would I, be maybe the best outcome there. I think so. I think all the people who are harassing her in any way, shape, or form need to just go back in your holes and leave her alone. I mean, just the worst people in the world. The worst people in the world. Meghan Markle, <laughs> which is. We all love princesses. Meghan Markle? I don't know. Is she, is she, we, are we considering her for time person of the year? I, I think in a regular year, she'd actually have a pretty good case. Um, yeah. I mean, breaking the color barrier in the monarchy is actually a pretty big deal. But it shouldn't did be in she 2018. Do, but did she do it? <laughs> I don't uh, know. We, like, Harry needs the credit? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure she accomplished anything. Did no. she break the color barrier? It's like a, I mean, is that was like a, was that a goal of hers? I mean, was it is this a thing? She married, she fell in love and got married to one of the most famous families on the planet. This is not it's, time person of the year, regardless of what she's doing from here on out. She might deserve it. She might end up doing some amazing things for UNICEF or whomever, like Princess Die stuff, which you know down the road would definitely get you into this time person, of the year. but. He ain't done nothing. 
far as I'm concerned. I don't know. I mean, I, I like to celebrate. I like to celebrate anybody who can give a nice face a face mush to old British racists. <laughs> <laughs> we have Pelo- Nancy Pelosi, which I don't know what she's doing on this particular thing. I mean, I guess I guess we got a lot of we got uh, we got a we got a house flip, yeah, which is great. But I don't know if Nancy Pelosi had anything to do with it. Um, we have the President Xi. President Xi. Yeah. President yeah. for life. President for life. Xi. Are we really considering him for time person of the year? I mean, they're putting in that sweet society credit system out there in China, <laughs> which we are fully on board with. I think as a <laughs> as, as, as a podcast, I think we've definitely put our. I, we've we've lent it our support at this point. Well, I mean, you know, it's a lot like actual on paper communism. It works in theory, right? <laughs> I don't think in implement. Somehow, I don't think in China it's going to be nice and sort of fairly implemented. I don't really feel like it's going to ultimately be a good thing, right? But we'll see. Could at be. least it's, it's first steps. It's sort of like uh, it's it's like um, carbon tax. Someone has to do it first, right? And then right. they'll they'll figure it out later on. You know, if we're going to help the environment. We should do something. Somebody just has to start something, and if they don't do it very well, maybe the next one will get better. Uh, we have Donald Glover, who, uh, for what I know, just danced around shirtless in that video. That the, the shirtless dancing in whatever his video is pretty good. This is America. This is America. I like that one plenty. I like shirtless dancing, Donald Glover. I, I might, I might, I might send him up for. It. And plus, he was Lando Calrissian. He was, which I think might have been better. Which. You know, even in a movie that I don't support, <laughs> Donald Glover, he's just doing he's doing he's doing work. You know, sure. I hear his shows. I hear I hear his show Atlanta is excellent. I don't think it's made for me personally, but have you tried it? No, but I'm just not interested. Oh, it's pretty funny. All right, and then if you get down to the um, there's lots of there's lots of um, other folks down here. There's a little scroll at the bottom, like you could say you can because you can vote for people. Mm. So here's ah. some people on the here's some people on the bottom, um, Cory Booker, Spartacus himself. Um, I don't know, he's going to run for the. So this would be good. He might run for he might run for the president, and maybe everyone's going to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a whole show of like all the all the goobers running for president at some point over the next couple of years. Ariana Grande. For divorce, for dumping Pete Davidson was probably the I reason I would name her Person of the Year, <laughs> and then for completely uh, kicking Piers Morgan in the balls on Twitter, which I thought was which was tremendous. That's always good. Good, good for Ariana. Again, Grande. anybody that can face mush an old British racist. <laughs> Beyonce, would you? Beyonce, I she. I mean, this is like making LeBron the MVP or Michael Jordan the MVP of the of the league when he was in. It, she should just already be. The person of the year every year, right? Well, so no. so really, Time person, <laughs> so Time Magazine person of the year should really be Time Magazine person of the year who isn't Beyonce. So they should just. There are people that believe that. Yeah. Sidebar. <laughs> I don't uh, I saw in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble with the Bajency. So I'm trying yeah. to. I'm trying to suck up here. Well, sidebar. Right. I had some. I saw somebody propose. Uh, I think it was Chuck Wendig, uh, writer of many Star Wars uh, properties and other science fiction books. Uh, suggests that would people take science more seriously if we pronounced it science? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and now I'm kind of people excited. Science. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to. We have to. We have to get a little. Uh, we have to get a little uh, accent on the e. 
And then are you are you sci are you a scientist? <laughs> Scientologist. Oh That's no. <laughs> this went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asians. Did you here so Here's my sidebar for Crazy Rich Asians. We, I, I, I did the old digital rental of Crazy Rich Asians, and the people yeah. in this house watched it 43 times in 48 hours. It was the most, it was, they were, they couldn't get enough of the Crazy Rich Asians. Was there a reason, particular reason they were in I it? Do, I don't know. They just, they liked everything about it. I thought it was a good movie. Okay. It's, I haven't seen it yet. I think it's shocking. Well, if you know that since my mother is the crown, is the, is the queen of the Philippines. It's sort of. I think it resonated with. <laughs> I think it resonated with, um, with, uh, with my wife. Like, oh, I know how this girl feels. <laughs> well, sure. Anyway, um, BTS. I'm gonna go with BTS as my as my uh, as my uh, Korean boy band as time person of the year. I'm gonna cast my vote right now. I'm gonna click yes on this button because, um. You know, a troop of uh, singing, dancing Korean boys is uh, right. You know, I think we can support that. I think as a, I think as a show, as a, as a, you know, as a podcast, I think this this might be. I think we should put our support behind BTS. I don't, I don't know how I feel about <laughs> this. <laughs> We're supporting boy bands, and who else are we supporting here? Uh, I, I'll have to I'll have to take a look. All right, I can't just <laughs> blindly put my name on something. <laughs> <laughs> I th- okay, you should consider it. Jeff Bezos. Can we make Jeff Bezos a uh, Time Man of the Year? Can we um, make an argument for that? I would make an argument that Jeff Bezos could actually and maybe should be it, uh, becoming the world's richest man, like by just squeezing absolutely every piece of decent business out of the world and then <laughs> like having more economic leverage than any one person should ever possibly have My and also probably for being the one person that could make real change in the country and kind of chooses just not to <laughs> right so here's the here's the thing that i had i had read a, an article which essentially said people should start supporting walmart more because walmart's the only <laughs> company that could that could dislodge amazon it's like have we really gotten here if this is this where <laughs> we've really gotten um anyway it made me laugh i thought boy this is these are desperate times when we're calling on walmart to help us out of this oh, it's f- funny you should <laughs> say that because i had a thought earlier today just out of the blue like it's a little crazy that the world's first mail order catalog company sears roebuck didn't immediately put the catalog online as soon as that was an option and somehow let themselves just get completely overtaken they i mean they had all the infrastructure and a huge head start and all they had to do was the catalog that they had discontinued was start doing it again and put it on the internet Right. And to be run and, by so many old, foolish, rich people who are just like, or not maybe rich people, but just old people are so set in their ways that we're just like, oh, the internet doesn't matter. People are never going to put their credit card on yeah. a computer. That's crazy. The, yeah, the ridiculous, that is absolutely wildly ridiculous. Here's the other wildly ridiculous thing about the Jeff Bezos uh, placard here. It says, Jeff Bezos, founder and CEO of Amazon and Blue Origin. <laughs> really? Do we have to put Blue Origin on here? Is that his space company? I think maybe. I don't know. Oh. Well, Amazon. that's probably why, right? Because you that's have the to, thing. You have to tack on Blue Origin to the end of that, which made me laugh. Okay. Stacey Abrams, Democratic nominee for governor of Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. She was good on TV, man. She she made for good mm-hmm. TV. And then the last one I'll mention is Thai Cave Divers. I think I like mm. Thai Cave Divers. So, w- because this would be an especially uh, swift kick to the nuts for um, Elon Musk. If we had the Thai Cave Divers win time, time persons, persons of the year. And, uh, and we could just tell Elon Musk to suck it. We don't need your whatever submarine your underwater coffin your cockamamie <laughs> submarine idea that how are we supposed to maneuver this big metal canister through these tight uh, caves you might as well just put the kids in a plastic bag <laughs> just stuff them in this bag it's fine jeez oh, anyway time person make sure you go online and vote for your favorites good lord of recency bias i want to nominate and vote for the mars insight the Mars Insight, you know, here's the thing. I am totally amazed that humans can basically launch a washing machine mm-hmm. into the depths of space. With a drill. It has a drill. A uh, hundred and thirty million miles or whatever and land it on the exact spot they want to on some planet. Math is the shit. I mean, <laughs> I... I am truly truly amazed by that i just it's mind-blowing what what people can do and um but as a sidebar the neil degrasse tyson tweet about this did you see the neil degrasse tyson tweet where he says blah 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 blah. scientists and engineers launched the insight across 300 million miles to arrive at mars and then and you have a and lance safely landing the you know, at the Martian equator, and mm-hmm. you have a problem listening to us about climate change. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the and, only... I don't think he was the and, only person to tweet that sentiment, but okay. And while and while I agree with that, Neil, and this is... Everyone knows I've got a fucking beef with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't understand why. Because he's so certain, and I don't think that kind of smug certainty belongs in science. Science okay. is about being skeptical of shit. And I think Neil does good work because I think he whatever. tries to make things accessible. I, th- I think he tries to be an asshole about it. But <laughs> the uh, but what I'm saying is, let's not act, Neil, like scientists haven't fucked up or haven't made mistakes or haven't been uncertain about things. Wait, are you to... caping for climate change deniers right now? No, I'm caping against. <laughs> I'm ca- I'm caping against scientists as religious people who are certain about these things. Like apply the scientific method over and over and over again until you are until you can't break it and and Neil deGrasse Tyson it really just, feels like you're thing. providing cover fire for climate deniers I'm not co-priving co- I know <laughs> like I said, it really I, seems like you're casting doubt on this no <laughs> I'm not casting doubt on cl- I'm not a climate denier <laughs> I'm I'm anti-asshole scientists who think they know who act like they're the fucking pope that's why I'm at that's why I'm anti so I, I understand your point, but I just I'm with Neil only in the sense that like I'm really fucking fatigued with the people. Who, well, I just like, I mean the fucking president. No. I just don't believe it. I mean like Jesus well, no. Christ, dude, that's yes. not an option. Listen, you can't listen. just not yes. believe it, right? Well, you can, but that's just not believing it. But when people lead with you know I'm not a scientist, well then shut up, right? Of course. And yeah. then if you're gonna if you're gonna quote science and lead with 
I'm not a scientist. Well, okay, you can say, you know what? Scientists have written. You can quote some scientists. You can yes. quote some studies. Maybe something you read. Hey, you know what I read the other day? Scientists <laughs> claimed X or Y or Z. And what's yeah. fine. Well, yeah, but every day on TV, those people, we're still debating climate and weather. These people well, are talking about weather. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. That that part's ridiculous. But I'm also... Hey, dummies, the winter's going to get worse. That's part of the deal. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I, Neil deGrasse Tyson's stick is, is, wears very thin on me every time he opens his mouth. Yeah. Anyway, that's All it. All right. <laughs> well, my vote is for first the insight. And then, you know, if we're not going to go with the insight, I want the two nerds at the JPL who, like... I don't know if you saw that guy and gal who were like doing a lot of hugging and high fiving, and it was really <laughs> intense. They had like a, a routine that they were doing. Yeah, you so know I, what? I those vote for their routine. Worked, those people have worked like most of a decade to land this washing machine on fucking Mars, and they should absolutely celebrate. Celebrate success, people! Absolutely. God bless you. You've done. You've done good. Certainly better than I could have done. Jesus. I mean, I can hardly get downtown without Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> these people, these people launched a washing machine to another planet. Amazing. I know. I'm Good excited to find out what they, if they can drill the hole. They should have sent. They should have sent Bruce Willis and his ragtag team of astronauts to Mars to drill that hole. It's only 16 feet. It wouldn't be nearly as hard <laughs> as they had to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I would have sent them anyway. Uh, moving on. To uh, segment number three, we're going to talk about a bit about the 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 NFL playoff stretch run. Um, yay, Seahawks! We're, yeah. we're we're definitely pro Seahawks around here. Yes, a great football weekend for us Seattleites. We had a nice yeah. Apple Cup victory for the University of Washington Huskies. What up, U Dub? Always good to uh, ruin the dreams of Cougar fans and <laughs> Cougars all over. Uh, yeah, and then the Seahawks with a clutch victory on the road at Carolina. Yeah, so. Several weeks back, I was not feeling very good about the, the Seahawks. And then they won a few games. And then I did a little math, and I thought, okay, if they beat the Cardinals twice and the 49ers one more time, then we'd only need two more wins to get to nine. And I thought nine was a decent number for us as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So we had to beat like we had to beat the Packers, the Vikings, the Panthers, the Chargers, and then the Chiefs or something like that. Out of those, mm-hmm. we needed two wins out of those two, and now we already have those two wins. And I think, hey, we could probably beat the Vikings, which would get us to ten wins. And I think ten wins makes it happen. I think we get a playoff game. Nine, yeah. nine gets a little shady, if but the only people I think who could ruin the party for us if we get if we win nine, I don't even know. I think nine probably even gets us in. It's going to be tough. We, I think we have to win that Vikings game. Um, yeah. So we've got to win. I mean, this assumes take care of business in the division against the 49ers twice and the Cardinals again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to assume that we win those games. I mean, fucking right. Nick Mullins and, you know, Josh Rosen and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we can't beat those two. Yeah, to go on the road and beat Carolina and then to come and lose to the Niners and the Cardinals at some point down the road would suck. I would be so, I'd be incensed by the whole thing. We want the Chiefs to win out so that that game doesn't mean anything for them. Right. I want them to have the one seed in the in the AFC locked up. Right. And that way they won't care. Right. That way they, they already have two losses, and I don't know. They're not as that, they don't look as invulnerable as they did earlier in the season. They won't hang like a fifty burger on us. Yeah. 
Which but they, how long are you going to make me wait to talk about what I really want to talk about with regard to football? No longer. So <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the Seahawks. I right. wanna, it was exciting. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get. I did not want to get into a whole. You know, inside the NFL breakdown of. You can find that shit. content elsewhere. There's other people that do that, <laughs> and they do it better than you know. If we wanted to do that, I'd spend a lot more time preparing. Right, but this, <laughs> and and we wouldn't do it nearly as well as people who have to do this every day for seven hours a day. Can you imagine running a sports, like a daily sports, three hours on the radio or on TV, where you had to talk about, like you had to like slice and dice playoff implications. <laughs> um, I think it's one of those jobs where, like, if I had started doing it in my 20s and I was still doing it, it would be fine. But, like, the idea of starting it now sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into all the combinations and permutations that would make sure that... <laughs> but this is way better because now we have the introduction of the Alliance of American Football. Yes. It's an off-season football league um, kicking off on February 9th. Mm-hmm. So immediately following Super Bowl, the weekend following Super Bowl, okay, uh, they they start their football uh, season. It is, um, but it's not it's not the arena. They're actually gonna no, no. they're actually gonna play on regular football fields. Yes, but here's is. the thing. Here's the thing. They had a draft, but they only drafted quarterbacks so far. <laughs> is this how they're gonna do it? They're just gonna draft position by position. There's some. I only some learned merit. about this today. <laughs> I know. There's, but let's say, let's say they just draft. There's some merit in this. Like you know how we have this whole draft. Like the NFL has a draft where it's like, okay, each team gets to draft one player. But what if it was a position draft? What if every team got to just say, okay, here are the quarter quarterbacks are open, and you have you now you have to select a quarterback. And. Then what if you had to select a running back and then the, the running back round? You mean like all the time in the league? Like all the time. I don't think that works at all. Are we <laughs> Not sure? even a little bit. What if it was auction drafting? Well, you, you can make an it? argument that that's what it should be. It should be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think I've said this many, many times that any league that has a salary cap should not have a draft. You should just say, I've got X amount of dollars to spend on players. I need to go out and offer these players money so that they'll play for my team. Yeah. If I have, if I need a, if I need a center, if I need a left tackle, or if I need a running back or whatever, I will pay more this year for one of those guys because we need them. I wish all of our sports had promotion relegation. It would be so much more fun if there were just like twice as many teams. Yeah. And it was all the same league, but you played in different divisions. <laughs> you can get move up and down. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, now we have the Alliance football league, but it's funny because where are they going to get all the other players? This is the this has always been the problem. Oh, there's so this. many people. There's so the, many players. The XFL had a whole league, and that was like way more teams, right? No, but here's the here's the problem with here's the problem with the secondary league, right? Uh-huh. Number one, they can't even find 15 good people to like play quarterback in the NFL, right? You have essentially 15 decent quarterbacks, sure, and then. The rest of everybody who plays quarterback in the league is terrible. So, so I looked at some of the names on the... Oh, the quarterback the, list is the amazing part. The quarterback list is, who, who are these people? I mean, this is... I mean, not to go all Seinfeld on you, but this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Like, who... Zach Mettenberger? I mean, really? I mean, this is who... These are the people who are... This is the... This is, 
I was looking at the names and sure. thinking, which ones do I recognize? Yeah. These are these are terrible castoffs who can't even <laughs> hold hold clipboards in the league. Yeah, and they're gonna, and we're gonna, and and I'm supposed to tune in to watch well, these guys play football again. I we need to learn more about it, and the reason why is because I need to understand the rules because you've got to think that they're just gonna open it up, right? Because if you, if it should be just seven on seven, they should just, I mean, they should be like three linemen. It should be like flag football that you played in college, like three linemen, six receivers, a quarterback, and a running back. It's I, look. You're getting way too deep into this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're gonna if they're gonna try to sell me on some sort of league, no, no, I don't care about that. The point is, is I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about these teams. All right, because I want to talk about it. Doesn't matter. That be it doesn't. The, the quality of the football is gonna be shit. Let's just let's understand. All right, okay, that, like, okay, all right, well, fine. Let's talk about it. actually. You know what's more interesting than the quarterbacks is the coaches to me. Because you got eight, <laughs> you got eight franchises, and I'm gonna give you the coach as we do each one too. Sure. So. Uh, we're going to start with the Orlando Apollos. And at first I was like, oh, cool, that's a space reference. But no, it is a, it's a sun reference. It's the, it's the Greek god of the sun. Yes. And the Apollos are coached by... Uh, Anton Apollo Ono. Steve Spurrier. <laughs> the old ball coach. Yeah, coming back. The, the fun and gun. I, this is like the retirement league for these coaches, and then like the quarterbacks, it's the failure league. <laughs> <laughs> well, big up to the uh, big up to the um, uh, visor. So I think Apollos is a kind of a cool franchise name. They've got a nice typeface here. They've got a blue and orange motif. It's it's pretty good. All right. Uh, next, we have the by far, and this is you know it hurts me deeply because it's purple and gold, but but by far the ugliest uniform in the league in the Atlanta Legends. This is great because it's the purple, white, and gold sported by the legends captures the rich heritage of Atlanta, a city where legends are made. There are no legends that came from Atlanta. Uh, uh, Chipper Jones. Ludacris? <laughs> Outcast? Uh, no, there are no legends. There are no legends that came from Atlanta. I'm sorry. Jermaine Why is Dupree. Atlanta? Like the- Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> There's lots of musical, like, hip-hop legends. There are no legends. Atlanta legends. Outcast is is legendary. This is a stretch. This is a stretch by all measures. I agree. But why, my question really here is, why does Atlanta, is is a city that needs another sports team? I mean, it's a notoriously, like, sort of weak sports town. It's crazy to me that you would think that this is a, I I don't understand. Also, coached by... Brad Childress. <laughs> <laughs> this Most. is great. All the coaches you know. This is so funny. Next, we have the Birmingham Iron. The Birmingham Iron. That makes sense. Yeah, so Alabama gets its first professional football team. Actually, their second one. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Newton made more his senior year than any of these guys on the Birmingham Iron are going to make. Oh, well, now that's the third professional team. <laughs> if we're talking about Auburn. <laughs> Great uniforms, though. Nice black, like, gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing that exciting. Uh, Coach of the Birmingham Iron is Tim Lewis, whose name I don't know. Mm. Doesn't ring a bell. Moving on. Next, we have the Memphis Express. Brought to you by FedEx. FedEx. Like, they literally (laughs) named the franchise after the largest organization. The biggest cargo airport. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Their logo, their uniforms are pretty cool, though. 
Um, it's sort of a, a, a Buffalo ripoff, but with a red helmet and then what looks to be like a jet. Yeah. Some sort of a jet no. logo. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. They look like the Buffalo Jets. That's the Memphis Express. Got it. Uh, coached by wide-eyed Mike Singletary. Oh, wow. Oh, look, at least he's getting work. He's going to drop his pants and show these boys what's up. <laughs> San Antonio Commanders. They're uh, doing a red and silver motif. Um, and somehow that references mil- dress military swords. All the, it, was, it, it represents all the, all the people who were killed at the Alamo. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that's the red part. I got it. The red part is where they were stabbed. <laughs> That's, what, that's the Deadpool thing. Yes. Or red. <laughs> can't see the blood. Uh, coached by... I just had it, sorry. Uh, Mike Riley of uh, Oregon State football and later Nebraska football. Sure. Infamy. Sure. Love it. Um, a couple more. Just let's get through them quickly. Uh, the Arizona Hot Shots. That is maybe the greatest franchise name I have heard. Um, sure. They're named after firefighters, uh, Hot Shot Crews. They're wearing... Uh, the Oregon like, Duck uniform. It's pretty gross. Plus, it's like got it's yellow with like orange as a highlight, which is really bad and, and specific to the firefighter thing. So I get they're going with a specific motif here, but uh, it's a great name and just the the hit, most hideous jerseys other than the, the Atlanta Legend purple and gold business. Got it. Um, coached by Rick Neuheisel. I love Rick Neuheisel. <laughs> uh, the San Diego Fleet. Um, but awesome uniforms, like my sweet favorite, helmets. My, my favorite uniform of this whole of the whole uh, of the whole group. It's pretty awesome. So it's like this anthracite gray, it's like battleship gray of a navy ship with like caution yellow. It's yeah. it somehow it's awesome. I, it sounds terrible. It's got like a safety stripe on the right down the center of the helmet. It's awesome. Yeah, it's terrific. It's really really good. Uh, coached by Mike Martz. <laughs> what? He's still alive. I. <laughs> Wait, how come Mike Martz isn't working for a real NFL team? I don't know. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he's an offensive mind. He can't get a coordinator job or something? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't he must have just said, I, I think he just gave up. He's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> he did make a lot of money, so it's not a problem for him. Yes. It's, the money ain't a thing. I'm and sure. last but not least, the Salt Lake Stallions. They look like the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they kind of got a but more of a powder blue look, but I guess that's kind of Detroit's deal too. But then, like, it makes a reference here to the team logo resembles a car hood, reflecting the city's fastest and most famous cars. I don't, I'm sorry, what what are we talking about? What are we talking? Yeah, is this like know. a Salt Flats thing? Does that have something to do with Salt Lake? I really have no idea. No, I have no idea. All right. They stretched the, again. They stretched the the marketing people are working double overtime over at the AAF. And the Salt Lake Stallions are coached by drunk Dennis Erickson. <laughs> Maybe he dried out. Probably. How many Oregon State coaches are, are working in this uh, in working in this league? At least two. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that might be a somewhat of an indictment on the Oregon State uh, football program. All right. But I don't know what they're going to do. Like I said, uh, odds on me watching more than five minutes of this league. I'm going to tune into the San Diego game to see these sweet-ass uniforms, but other yeah. than that, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, they're not going to... No one's going to run highlights. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, is this... Are all the people from Canada going to come play in this league? I can't imagine that makes any sense. I just think there's probably just enough guys that can't get on NFL teams that want to make money playing football. Maybe not a lot of money, but some money playing football. All right. 
Uh, yeah, Whatever. the quarterback list is bad. I mean, yeah, you mentioned a couple of, of you know, gems in there, but there's you know Scott Tolzien shows up. Seahawks great. <laughs> Seahawks great. BJ Daniels. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You I didn't just... mention that Zach Mettenberger and Christian Hackenberg are both on Memphis. <laughs> what? Wait, they wait, wait, they they drafted two quarterbacks. Yes, oh, Berg and Berger. I do. I do look. At, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at their site now, and it does show when the when players got drafted, they got basically leather jackets with their, with their, uh, oh, with their God, team. That's on fantastic. Them. Like that's leather, ja- like Letterman's jackets. Uh huh. Like their leather, like their leather Letterman jackets. So with like I don't know with like elastic around the bottom. <laughs> I, mean, Which, I don't think they're leather. I think they're starter jackets. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh. Oh, starter! Oh, designed by starter! Oh, starter's part of this whole thing. Oh, he, they're doing all the uniforms. Uh huh. Is this just a like a well? I guess everything's a corporate venture, but no. sure. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this just like a a fully realized corporate like, like entity? I said, like I said, I don't know. It's we'll see. we'll just have to see how this works out. All right, I'm not really I'm not particularly excited about. You're not it. bullish on the American mm. Alliance of Football. Something amazing is going to have to happen in this league. Sorry, Alliance of American Football. <laughs> Alliance of American Football. Yeah. Okay, well, pass. What did XFL? Remember they? Remember they were going to try to relaunch that? That fall, that must have fallen through. Oh, I think Vince McMahon just wanted to get up there and talk shit about the NFL. I think uh, that's all that was. I'm going <laughs> to announce the XFL again so that I can just shit on the NFL because the whole kneeling thing is pissing me off. Oh, got it. Yeah. So they, you don't think he really ever had any intention of relaunching? That? I don't expect it to ever see see that come to fruition, no. All right, fair enough. All right. On to the overtime we go, where the ocean is full of nightmares and terror. It's dark and full of terrors. Oh, my God. The, the, I don't know why you would send this to me, but Ty sends me this article <laughs> about this... Dude, and he's just some dude. He's a fisherman, like a yeah. Russian fisherman, right? Yeah, and yes, he's a deep sea fisherman in Russia. Yeah, and so he goes out to sea, and they catch weird shit in the nets, and he takes pictures of them. Yeah, and this list of these pictures are all hideous <laughs> and terrifying, like like fish with human teeth. <laughs> some and, wild shit. And, and squids with penises <laughs> and and crazy big-eyed lizards and things yeah what a, i mean we don't i have no idea i mean i'm sure there are ocean biologists right oceanologists yeah ocean bio would they be an ocean biologist i'm not really sure what aren't they marine them. biologists isn't that what they marine, are certainly a marine biologist <laughs> didn't, didn't you didn't like 15 kids when you were uh, when you were young want to grow up to be a marine biologist yeah I, yeah you know i watched a lot of those jacques cousteau remember when jacques yeah. cousteau was like of course young and shit and he would like do these things yes so perhaps i had a dream of scuba diving at once or whatever but if I saw one of these things, I'd be out of there. I'd be like, what is... No. The ocean is just full of crazy shit. Did you have a... Did you pick a a most terrifying? Did you have a... Did you the, have one that... No, it's the very first picture on this list is the, the one squid that is... Squid dick? 
No, no, no. The oh. the fish with the human teeth. Oh yeah, yeah. How the hell? We'll does definitely that share these terrifying photos with you on the internet. I don't. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with any of these fish. I've never seen any of them. Ever well, once you see there's angler fish in here, so there are a couple of things that are not totally unfamiliar. But yeah, most of it's just insane. Um, right. The thing that really, so <laughs> the, the the funny thing for for me is that when I put this in the the document, I had only looked at about half of it. I was like, all right, I'll look at the rest of this later. And I didn't really do it until you know right before we got online. And I got all the way down to the bottom, and I don't think I'd done that before. And I got to this leatherback sea turtle, which you would never expect a sea turtle to be scary. Um, but a leatherback sea turtle, apparently when you open its mouth, it has teeth all the way down its throat. And you see the teeth. It's a tunnel of teeth. It is the worst fucking thing I have ever seen. It looks like the Sarlacc pit, but like 10,000 times worse. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you all see this on the internet. Oh, not, it is. You're not going to like don't, it. Don't look at it before bed. Don't. Because it's, it's oh my lord. It is so, it's it's frightening and and it and if a great white shark makes you not want to swim in the ocean this makes me not want to swim in the ocean way worse than a great white shark i'd rather well, see you, a great white shark you can't get deep you can't get deep enough to encounter these things <laughs> thankfully maybe yeah. aquaman maybe maybe they'll show up in the aquaman movie which opens in a, about a month oh All lord right. i can't look at those pictures anymore no you shouldn't damn fish with human teeth man that's the one that's the one that that's the one that's getting me. There's a lot of weird teeth going on. Like why do these fish have all these teeth? <laughs> well, they got they they have to eat things, but I don't know why they I don't know why they need our teeth. Uh, no, why is this scary? I can't look <laughs> Get at your you. get your own teeth, fish. Yeah. <laughs> get fish teeth. That's I don't know, a... the fish teeth go all the way down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the I think the horror movie people need to mine this this uh, this guy's Twitter feed for real scary shit. I agree. Because if you made that stuff, if you made you could pick any three of these things, make it monster size, and and just have it have at it, have the scariest Godzilla movie ever in the history of ever. Yeah. Yeah, much much scarier than anything they've dreamed up, like Mothra or whatever. Well, that's what makes this scarier, though, is because you now that you know these things exist for real. Like a movie <laughs> is just a movie. If you blow this up, and make it all crazy, then it's I don't know. I don't know if it's scary. So, the idea that all these things are just normal size down there waiting to fuck you up, I think is the scary part. <laughs> Ooh wee. Anyway, well, all right. Next part of the overtime, um, you had some things we wanted to revisit. You know, I think uh, let's save it for next week because we're already over time and I'd rather talk about the uh, the doo-doo touchscreens. Doo-doo touchscreens. So, the people at Metro UK tested McDonald's touchscreens. So, McDonald's, if you haven't been in McDonald's in a while, they're doing a very nice job at McDonald's. But they've installed these giant uh, iPads where mm-hmm. you can order and not have to talk to the person at the, at the thing. You just order yourself. And then it kicks out to you, you know, your number, and you pick up your food when mm-hmm. whatever you know. They handles the payment and everything, so uh, it's very easy to use. But the people at um, at this uh, this magazine decided they would test it for poo. <laughs> <laughs> so they tested all of them, and every one they tested tested for poo, and that was their breaking news. Well, my even more breaking news is 
everything. Test anything. Everything has poo on it. Correct. <laughs> you live. You know, don't test your cell phone because no. it definitely got poo on it. Well, everything has poo on it. That was your actually my life. first reaction was, why your do I need to use this giant touchscreen? Can't I just have an app on my phone so I can have my own personal poo screen? Literally, this is just my poo. The answer is yes. If you use the McDonald's app, you can mobile order and have it waiting for you when you get there. Okay, well, I'm just doing that. Yeah. I don't know. But I just go through the drive through like an old person. It does. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> I like McDonald's. I'm not a hater. I know my wife was all like anti-McDonald's when we were, we were first married. It's pretty and gross. Then, <laughs> and then, the, the quality of the food has gone up over the last few years. And it's wildly convenient. And when you're going from place to place, taking kids from practice to practice or whatever, sure. McDonald's has become an indispensable and integral part of our lives. And I'm loving it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to hang up. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> that's it. What, you're cutting me off? Yeah, that's terrible. We're trying to maybe, – maybe McDonald's will uh, – <laughs> maybe, they'll, maybe they'll sponsor us. All right, Justin Timberlake. You got anything else to say about the, to- the poop screens? Everything has poop on it, people, and if it didn't, you're you're doing it wrong. You need a camelback of hand sanitizer. You don't. Just, just get a, get a you squeeze the, it with your left the, arm. The human body is meant to deal with these kinds of things, and you're fine. I don't know. It seems like the the doctors that commented on this article are not super excited about this oh, development. Whatever, whatever. You know what? Sidebar that. And if, if you're walking into the bathroom and the bathroom has automatic flush toilets and if a guy is walking out of that bathroom and you can still hear the automatic flush toilet going off, he didn't wash his hands. Well, of course. It happens to me at work every now and again. Like some dude will be coming out of the bathroom and I'll hear the, the automatic flush toilet still running. I'll go in there and there'll be nobody in there. I'm like, oh, dude, at least you could do is try. I mean, everything has poop on it, but at least you could, like, wash off hey, some with, of it. Without naming names, I think I told you a story at a place of employment we used to share about a gentleman who was quite senior. who <laughs> Never washed his hands. <laughs> I was at the sink, and the man comes out of the stall and has the gall to just roll straight past me. Like, I, <laughs> he's got to walk behind me from the you stall in the to mirror. the door. And you I see him, him in the mirror while I'm washing my hands right. because I was raised correctly. And then he grabs the handle and walks out. And then I'm just like, all right, well, I guess I'm paper toweling it. Maybe <laughs> I paper towel it anyway. But but at least if someone was standing in the bathroom, at least you would think to yourself, you know what? I should at least give myself a courtesy. I mean, a cur- if no one's in the bathroom, whatever. You do what you do. Fine. Be, be gross. Well, I'll tell you but- what. That gentleman <laughs> works at a fairly large technology organization that had a negative piece of news. And he still works in communications. And they had a negative piece of news. And I saw him chime in on that news on Twitter to clarify the story. And I really wanted to reply, you don't wash well, your hands after you poop. <laughs> I think we but should I definitely end on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're ending on the blind item. Blind yeah. item? Enough people know us from other lives that they're, they're going to they're gonna start triangulating this pretty hard. Oh, no. The people that know know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the people that listen to this podcast that know what I'm talking about already know. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. 
Oh, yeah. I always read the outro, right? <laughs> you always read the outro. I don't even know the outro. You have you wrote such a nice outro, I but I have no idea how it goes. <laughs> I kind of know how it goes. It's something like, well, that's all it right. for us, or that's our show. And thanks to all of you for listening to the 2 on 3 pod. Please know that we appreciate tremendously the time you choose to spend with us each week. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next time with more shenanigans. And until then, peace.